Remember what Jesus said in his word, wherever two or three are gathered in my name, there am I in the midst of them. Hallelujah. That, Father, we thank you again for this opportunity. Thank you, Lord, that we could come into this place, Lord, into your presence. And we can enter your presence, oh God. And I pray, Lord, that you would minister to every heart in this place. Every soul, oh God. You know, Lord, our needs. You know, Lord, what we are experiencing right now, Lord, what we are going through in life, Lord. You, you know every detail about us, Lord. You, the Word says that you know every hair upon our head. So I pray, Lord, that you would minister, oh God. Lord, that you, oh Father, would pour out your Spirit upon us in this place. God, let there be a manifestation of your grace, Lord. Amen. A demonstration of your Spirit and of your power, God. Minister, Lord, and God, let there be salvation, let there be deliverance, let there be healing, oh God. Amen, Lord, we thank you for it, Lord. Amen, God, because you, Lord, our, amen, our Savior, Lord. We look to you, oh God, and we ask you, Lord. Amen, Lord, let your will be done here, Lord, in this place. Minister to every heart, Lord. Bind this together, that we can be, Lord, Amen. One body, Lord, and in one place, in one spirit together, in one mind, in one accord. Bless your word, Lord. Bless our praise, our worship. Bless our testimony, O God. Do a mighty work in this place, O Lord, and minister to those that we have lifted up, Lord. I pray, God, that you would reach down and touch John Har, Lord. Be with him, O God, as he goes through surgery, Lord. And Lord, we pray for Amen. Marsha Tallman, Lord. You know her need, God. We pray for Arlene Gullickson, Lord. We pray for Bonnie Hare, Lord. We pray for Fayla May and her family, oh God. All those, Lord, Brother Travis, oh Lord, Sixtos, oh God. All those, Lord, who are absent, Lord. Amen. From this place, oh God. All your people here in Vermillion, Lord. We pray, God, that you reach out, Lord. Let your spirit draw them, oh Lord. Amen, Lord. Let them come, oh God. And I pray, Lord, that we can have liberty in your presence. Amen, Lord. Thank you for the victory, Lord. Amen, Lord. And God have, amen, dominion, Lord, over every spirit, Lord, over every principality, Lord. Break the right arm of the enemy, Lord. Amen, God. And let your power, amen, be manifest, Lord, in this place. We thank you for it, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let it be done, Lord, in Jesus' name. And everybody say amen.
Bible study out in Wagner Saturday. And, uh, we were just talking about God all the way over there and all the way back. And he was telling me, heard, did you hear it or did you read it somewhere about Paul? Yeah. Um, he read it somewhere that it's actually recorded that they changed his guards out when he was in prison every half hour. And the reason they had to do that because they kept getting the Holy Ghost. <laughs> that's awesome. Amen. Yes. Oh, that's how near I want to be to God. Amen. Yes. Yes. 311 saints.
All of you that have come, it is good to see you. We are here to praise the name of the Lord. Yep. It's all about Him right. and solely about Him. Amen. We call the names of men, but really we are no one without Him. Right. And I thank the Lord for the privilege to be here. Give honor to the ministry. Give honor to the people of God. And I, I was thinking as I was listening intently to all of the testimonies. And every now and again, I could feel the presence of the Holy Ghost in a current flow by. And it took me to the book of Job when Job said, the hair of my flesh stood. I sensed the presence of God. It isn't just any spirit, it's a Holy Spirit. He's holy all by himself. He's self-existent. He doesn't need us, but he wants us. And I think that deserves for us to love on him. Not because you're good, but because he's good. We praise him not because we have it all together, but he's got it all together. We don't praise him because we made all the right decisions. He did. And what's beautiful, Brother Wethy, is he included us in that plan. Imagine reaching into such a motley crew. Being a part of something so hopeless. And yet he breathed life into it. That's mind-boggling. I give honor to my pastor in his absence. I thank the Lord for a voice of clarity and truth in my life. Give honor to Pastor Harold Marshall and First Lady Sister Betty Marshall. Thank you for the invitation to come. We as well too have... My understanding is the church has been preparing through fasting and prayer. We gave up a few Big Macs too. When the Uber said go through drive through we said not today. We want to see a move of God. We're interested. I've come to see somebody that's never received the Holy Ghost receive the Holy Ghost. I'm not against encouraging the people of God, but I came for the sinner. I came for the backslider. I'm going to see God do something this week and tonight. I know we are going to hear from God. Give honor to my fellow laborer in the gospel. And I've known Pastor Luke Wethy for a number of years. When we met them, their oldest son was just just uh, probably a baby, just tiny. So how, how old is Emmett now? He's 19 years old. So there's been a few rivers that have won, run under the bridge, but I give you honor tonight, Elder, and it's a, it's a privilege to have been called upon to minister by your side. And so I'm humbled. And I wonder, if, before I give it back to Pastor Harold Marshall, we could just lift our hands together. Keep this where it belongs. That's to the name of Jesus. Thank you for letting us be here, Elder. Love you and appreciate you. good to have Brother Wethy with us, Brother Luke Wethy with us, and they pulled in this afternoon, and praise God, we're looking forward to a good time, Yes. and uh, thank God that him and I uh, were, were brought together uh, by Brother Ari Hancock, and that's 
that's what we have in common, a great man of God. And ever since then, we have just been uh, enjoying each other's fellowship and mm -hmm. ministry. And, I, and, I, and I'm very thankful that I've come to know the Wethys, Brother Luke and Sister Savannah and their, their family and the church in Shiptopa. It's almost like you've known him for a long time. Yes, yes, yes. Get to feel that commonality or that that unity in the spirit, and it's like you've known him for a long yes. time. So, uh, without any further ado and the delay, I want to ask him to come up here and just obey the Lord tonight. So, Amen. give the Lord a hand clap, as Brother Wesley. Thank you. privilege and honor to be here. Amen. I, I did owe everything that the elder has said in the ministry. I find it kind of ironic and humorous and just like God all at the same time that a lot of times what God gives you to preach, you can just sit down and shut up and let everybody testify about it. <laughs> <laughs> and everything would get covered. Yes. Amen. Praise the Lord. That, that kind of lets you know that uh, you've heard from the Lord. Praise yep. the Lord. Yes. Amen. But we're, we're thankful for this church, this church body. We're thankful for, amen, Brother Harold and Pastor Harold and Sister Betty Marshall. Uh, it's not by accident that we've come to know each other. Right. God knows what he's doing. Right. Yep. And we're just, uh, amen, we're just a small part of his plan. Yes. Amen. I, uh, I was thinking before uh, Brother Harold got up and began to talk about the prayer and that he had made um, concerning who to to have come and minister to this thing. I've just been thinking about this probably all afternoon. I've just I felt so privileged and so honored that, uh, amen, that I got the call. Yes. Man. Uh, sometimes preaching can be a one-way street, but I've never, I've never felt that experience when I've came here because mm -hmm. every time that I've come to this place and been able to minister unto you, uh, you all have blessed me with your response, Amen, and given in to God. And I'm yes, gonna tell you something, yes. Amen. If you're Beautiful. really Beautiful. called to do the work of the Lord. There's nothing that will thrill your soul more than seeing folks respond. Yes. Amen. To the things of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. My Lord, my Lord. Amen. Amen. So we give honor to all the ministry that is here. We give honor to the fine, all the fine folks that uh, have chose to be here tonight. You've already. Yes. You've already won a victory, whether you realize it or not. Yeah, that's right. Just making up your mind to put fuel in your car and slip on your flip-flops and come to the house of God. Yeah, that's right. You've already won a victory tonight. Praise yeah, the Lord. That's right. Amen. Well, praise God. Yeah. I met a man which is a pastor one time. He said, I was just happy 
taking up space in the back pew wearing my flip-flops. Uh, but uh, if that suits you tonight and that fits you, look out. Yeah. Yeah. It could be God's got deeper plans for you Amen. than what you even know of. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. So he's my flip-flop brother from now on. But he's sound in the doctrine. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm thankful for to get to preach another revival. Amen. Alongside uh, Elder Brother Craig Marshall. Praise the Lord. Amen. I, we met through church. Um, I was in Porham, Oklahoma, and I got to hear him preach. And, and I was just a, a young black-haired preacher at the time. <laughs> Amen. And, uh, praise the Lord. I was impressed with the anointing that God gave him through his ministry. And uh, believe it or not, even though a lot of preachers become more modernized, he stayed the same. Amen. And uh, I thank God for that. Amen. Amen. I thank God for that. Praise the Lord. So there's no telling what God will do it, it, it tonight and in this revival. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. I was a little nervous when I found out I was going to start it. I said, boy, I don't want to mess it up. I, st I still say that, uh, Brother Dan Edwards. I, I still don't want to mess it up. But I remember as a young preacher, I went from uh, I went from riding racehorses to uh, God speaking to me, being hooked on drugs and alcohol and every other sin you could think of. Yep. I remember as I was alone in that motel room the night God spoke to me, and he told me that I didn't have to live that way any longer. Yep. I instantly began to make plans uh, to get in church and live for God. Within yep. six months' time, I was living wide open for the Lord. Amen. And uh, I went from riding racehorses, traveling all the, all around the country, even done some uh, racing in Canada, to cutting firewood for a living. But it was a blessing. I remember uh, one of those uh, times Amen. when I was out there uh, sawing up those trees, making firewood to go deliver to some poor soul to keep them warm for the winter. I was praying about a place that God uh, had called me to go preach at, and I was feeling very intimidated. Mm. Praise the Lord. And, uh, man, I was wrestling with it. Mm. And, uh, you know, and but I was praying and seeking the Lord. God said, I'll tell you what you do. He said, uh, when you get up to preach, he said, you just tell the congregation this. Amen. That there's probably some out there that don't feel like you're qualified. Some probably don't understand why you're here. Yeah. So in order to please them, you're just going to shut up and let the Holy Ghost preach. Amen. So that's been my motto for me. I repeated the words that Jesus told me out there in the woods cutting firewood. And that's been my M.O. for many days forward. Praise Amen. the Lord. If I get in the flesh, I'll put the mic down and I'll go have a seat. Amen. Because i got to stay in the Spirit. Amen. Praise the Lord. I, I don't have what you need, but God has everything Amen. that you need. Praise the Lord. Amen. Yes, yes, yes. God don't make mistakes. Amen. It wasn't by accident that you were uh, born into this life. It's not by accident. Amen, that you're here tonight in this revival. Right. I'm telling you, if you'll take hold of it, God has something for you. I don't care 
how long you've been in church. Yeah. I don't care how many anointed services that you sit in. Amen. Amen. I believe this is the this is the revival of higher heights and deeper beds. Amen. Come on, somebody. We need to let our faith be released in this place. We need to understand we may have come in one way. Amen. But I'm leaving here changed. Amen. I'm leaving here a different way than I came in. Come on, somebody. I'm not letting all the fasting. I'm not letting all the prayer. All the Bible study. Even money spent. Amen. To call a gathering of God's people. But I'm going to take advantage of what thus saith the Lord. Amen. Has confounded for me. Come on, somebody. Who's going to let God bless them in this revival? Who's going to allow God? Amen. To minister under their needs in this place tonight. Oh, praise the Lord. Amen. I just feel the good old fashioned ghost of the Holy Ghost today in this place. Amen. You can be seated if you want to be. I thought, uh, praise the Lord, as Brother Rich Zeffner began to give his testimony, brother, that really touched me. And I believe anyone without an ego, it probably touched him too. Sure, sure. Amen. But I thought as he was giving his testimony about what God had, had told him and shared with him, I remembered one revival when my wife and I was getting ready to, to go to come up here. Uh, we had an old... Uh, We've got an old place that we live in, try to make it a home. You know, you all know how it is. Mm -hmm. But we we had an old uh, furnace that was well, it was new in the trailer when it was built back in 1985, mm -hmm. and it kind of got to where it really didn't want to light properly. And I don't know why I wasn't doing it, but for some other reason, the wife was trying to light that thing because it turned off cold, and that that fire blew back on her out of that thing. And it burned her hand. It didn't stop us. We, she got us packed and ready, and we come on anyway. But I, I remember as that hand was in pretty bad shape, and God used Brother Rich Sefter to pray over her. And the last last day, the, the next day, you couldn't even tell it had been burnt. Right. And she come in scalded, and you know what a burn looks like. Yes. Yes. Praise the Lord. So, Amen. Brother Rich, you may not have what you desire yet. But I thank you for your service and dedication to God. Praise the Lord. Oh, somebody, I feel the Holy Ghost. Amen. So if I could share this with you tonight before I get into the Word of God. Uh, praise the Lord. Be not weary in well-doing, for you'll reap if you faint not. Praise the Lord. Amen. If you want to go to Psalms chapter 51. My, my. Amen. Sometimes God just really spools this old preacher, praise the Lord. It seemed like automatic when uh, Brother Marshall had asked us to come. God gave me two messages, so I guess I'm going to preach two and sit down the rest of two, two nights. <laughs> <laughs> I got faith. He'll, he'll lead me, praise the Lord. Amen. But almost immediately he began to speak this, this word to me. And so uh, I want to I do my best to share. Amen. Uh, praise the Lord with you all, uh, if I can. Amen. 
Amen. I'll read a scripture and we'll get you set down. We'll go on and preach if it be the Lord's will. Amen. But Psalms 51 and verse 10, you all could probably quote it by heart. But it says, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Praise the Lord. Amen. With the help of the Lord tonight, I would just like to preach along these lines. One man's repentance. Mm. One man's repentance. Pastor, would you pray tonight Amen, over this? Lord. We thank you, Father. Oh, yes, God. Thank you for your presence thank that you we feel. Man this place, God. oh God. We ask you, Lord, that you would move, oh Jesus. Father. Pour out your spirit upon us, oh Lord. Anoint, Father, your people, oh God, and anoint your minister tonight. Oh, and I pray, God, Jesus that we can receive, oh God, that we can be renewed, oh Lord. Bless us. We can be filled, oh God, that we can experience that life, Lord, that you have promised us in your word. This we pray in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We thank you for it, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You can be seated tonight if you want to be. Praise the Lord. Amen. We find in uh, uh, the 10th chapter of Romans here, amen, that uh, about verse 12 it says, For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek, for the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon Him. And it says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Then it asks the question, it says, How then shall they call on Him? in whom they have not believed. And how shall they believe in Him on whom they have not heard? Mm -hmm. And how can they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring bring good tidings of good things. Praise the Lord. And we know, uh, I'll just touch verse 16 and move on. It said, but they have not obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah said, Lord, who hath believed our report? Mm -hmm. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. But I say, they have not heard. Yes, verily the sound went out into all the earth, and their words unto the ends of the world. Praise the Lord. Amen. The sound went out. But they've not all heard. Hallelujah. So we understand that uh, if we're to get anywhere in life, if we're to ever repent of our sins or come to know Jesus as we should, amen, it takes a preacher. Yes. Praise the Lord. Amen. Yes. And he can't even preach unless he's been sent. Yes. Hallelujah. So it's a two-way street tonight. Amen. We can find this prevalent in the story in this story I'm about to uh, rehearse into your ears or read into your ears uh, of King David. Amen. Mm-hmm. According to, uh, praise the Lord, according to the Word of God, uh, amen, there was, uh, uh, there was a time, uh, amen, uh, 2 Samuel verse 11 said, And it came to pass after the year was expired, at that time when kings go forth to battle, that David sent Joab and his servant with him and all Israel, and they uh, destroyed the children of Ammon and besieged Reb. But David tarried still at Jerusalem. Praise the Lord. Amen. So we find that it was a time when the kings went to war. 
Amen. But even though David was a king, he didn't go. Yeah. Amen. He stayed at home. Praise the Lord. Yeah. I find a lot of times that's where we get in trouble. Yeah. Just simply not doing what we're supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Go praise God. Amen. amen. We probably all know this story, but uh, amen, as God would lead me, we're going to hear it again. Go ahead. We find that, uh, amen, when David, my God, I feel the Holy Ghost. Go ahead. Amen. We find that when David was uh, alone and sent everybody else to, uh, to the battle to make war, uh, amen, his time become idle. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Right. Praise the Lord. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something. Had you to stay home tonight, it's going to come to the house of God. Amen. Where you are right now, if you aren't careful, your time would have become idle. Yeah. Amen. And in idle times is when, uh, amen, the devil will begin to tempt you and I uh, with the lust of the flesh uh, and the pleasures of life. Hallelujah. Uh, amen. And we know that this happened to David. Uh, while up on the roof, uh, amen, he began to see old Bathsheba. Uh, oh, come on, somebody. Uh, amen. And he began to lust. Uh, amen. After her. Uh, I wish to God right then uh, the preacher would have showed up. Uh, and said, hey, David, if you look at a woman to lust, then you've already committed adultery with her. Oh, but that didn't happen. But through his lust, amen, he called on Bathsheba to come. Amen, and adultery, amen, the sin of adultery took place. Amen, and a child was conceived. Amen, and wouldn't you know it, just like the shape that you and I have been in, day in and day out, time and time, Time again, uh, when we get downheaded to that wrong road, uh, amen, we'll do one sin. Uh, and then, Brother Marshall, uh, we'll begin to try to cover it up, uh, amen, with another sin. Uh, but I'm going to tell you something. Uh, it's time, uh, amen, when we're headed down that road, uh, not to continue therein, uh, but it's time to throw in the towel. Uh, get a hold of the horns of the altar uh, and do some old-fashioned uh, Sin up upon more sin. Amen. It's never the answer. It just always, amen, has a way of taking us further and further away from God and the church. Amen. And once we continue therein, we begin sometimes to feel so miserable. Amen. That we no longer even think that we can come. Amen. Back into the presence of God. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. My, my, my. Oh, but if I could tell you, amen, kind ma'am, kind sir, if you're in this place tonight and you feel God tugging at your heart, I got to tell you, it's not too late. Amen. I said it's not too late. Just begin to let God have his way. Amen. Just let God, amen, do what he does best. Come on, somebody. He hung on the cross. He shed blood upon Calvary. Amen. To blot out your sins. Come on. Amen. To throw them in the, in the sea of forgetfulness. Oh, hallelujah. When somebody, could I compel you tonight? Amen. To trust God. Could I compel you tonight to throw in the towel and go down a new direction? 
Oddly enough, we find, we don't find in the Bible. You know, we all know the story that the baby was conceived and more lies and deception was made. He might even begin to try to cover it up. Let's go out there and get over your right. Let's bring him in. Let's give him a chance to be with his wife. Yeah. Right. And it looked like I never was there. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. More sin and deception. Well, Amen. Uriah was a man such as you and I should be. He said, "Look, my place is out in the battle. Yeah. Uh, my place is out there. Oh, come on, somebody. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you right now." Uh, Amen. You must fight in the church. You must stand right alongside your brothers and sisters. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God. Might have pulling down a stronghold. Oh, I'm so blessed to hear you all been praying. Amen. To hear you pushing back the plate and saying, God, we want to move. What's happening? Amen. I'm not coming out off the battlefield. I'm not out in the tent. Amen. I'm right alongside my brothers and sisters. I'm going to fight hell with everything I got. I'm not going to back down. I'm not going to give up. Come on, somebody. Amen. We got lost souls that are going to die lost if we don't stay in the fight. Uh, he couldn't get him to do it soberly. Right. And even when he got him drunk, hey man, he still couldn't get him to go in. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Right. Uriah right was a good man. Jesus. He had no fault. He man, he loved God. Yes. He was everything that he was supposed to be. Yes. But yet he got caught up in a sinful trap. Mm-hmm. One that he didn't create. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. This is important that you know this. Because a lot of times as soon as we're the one that's been assaulted. As soon as we're the one that the devil has laid the trap. Amen. To try to get us to compromise or give in to the devil. Amen. Or maybe even if you do slip a little bit, uh, the first thought comes to mind uh, is why? What did I do? Uh, what did I do to deserve this? Can I tell you? Uh, you may have not done anything wrong. Uh, amen. You may have just been collateral damage. Uh, but I'm telling you something. Uh, God will have the final say. Uh, amen. I'm telling you something. Uh, how can they hear without a preacher? Uh, and how can he preach uh, unless he be sent? Uh, don't don't you back up. Come on, somebody. Don't you eat the bread of sorrow, but you give God the praise. You have a backbone like Job, and you make up your mind and say, though he slay me, yet will I trust in him. I promise you, if you're going through a trial or someone's made sin against you, the devil has tried to tempt you. Yep. Try to say, well, you missed something. Mm. Or this wouldn't happen. 
Praise the Lord. Some sin is not about you. It's about a great big devil. Amen. That we're all fighting hard against. Absolutely. Oh, hallelujah. Be encouraged. Young sir, she don't give it a second thought. Hey man, you just go ahead and praise your God. Hey man, come on somebody. It's okay not to have perfect understanding and still worship God like he's coming back soon. Oh, hallelujah. I gotta tell you flat out. Hey man, you're not damaged goods. It's not your fault. Hey man, but you be mighty in the things of God. You rise up. Come on somebody. Don't you sit there. Don't you be depressed and oppressed, amen, and despondent. But you get in there. You put your nose to the grindstone. You give it all you got and allow God to elevate you. If only in this life we have hope, we'd be men most miserable. But we have hope beyond this walks of life. I may be caught. I may be neck deep in trouble today, but I'm telling you something. I'm going to a place where the Lord Himself, Amen, will wipe all tears from my eyes. I'm going to a place, Amen, where Jesus went, Amen, to prepare a mansion for me. He said, "In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not true, I would have told you so." Come on, He said, "You know the way where I am. You can come." Also, do you want to go? Come on, I'm going. Come hell or high water, sink or swim. I've got a made up mind, and I'm going. I'll not be derailed. Oh, my, amen. I'll not be thrown off track. Amen. Regardless if it's my sin or some sin somebody imposed on me, I'm not going to quit. I've read the scripture. It's not my God, the one that runs the fastest, but it's the one that endures unto the end. The same shall be saved. The book of Revelation said they were made overcomers by the blood of the Lamb and by the words of their testimony. Honey, pack up your testimony. Show the world what God has done for you. I thought about this and I guess there's a lot of ways you can look at it but if I was in old Uriah's place and that had happened to me I think what happened to him might have been the best, would have been the best thing for me I really think I just soon went out of this walks of life and met my Lord without knowing all the bad and evil yeah. Yeah. that was done to me. Yeah. Right. Amen. But that's just a little food for thought. You yes. think of it how you want to. Yeah. But I know he went out a just man yeah. doing Amen. what he was supposed to do. Amen. The Bible said there'd be wickedness in high places. And Uriah was testimony of that. But it didn't change him. And it didn't stop his walk for God. Amen. But all this was happening. Amen. King David was neck deep in sin. And 
Praise the Lord, I just never read where he was about to find a place to repent until Nathan the prophet showed up. Yeah, right. Amen. Here we find in 2 Samuel chapter 12, mm. verse 1, and the Lord sent Nathan unto David. Yeah. And he came unto him and he said, There were two men in one city, the one rich and the other poor. The rich man exceedingly many flocks and herds, but the poor man had nothing save one little ooh lamb mm. which he had bought and nourished up and it grew up together with him and with his children it did eat of his own meat and drank of his own cup and lay in his bosom and was unto him as a daughter verse 4 said and there came a traveler unto the rich man and he spared to take of his own flock and of his own herd to dress for the wayfaring man that was come unto him but took the poor lamb and dressed it for the man that was come in yeah. and David's anger was kindled mm -hmm. amen yes. it was greatly kindled yes. against the man yeah. and he said to Nathan as the Lord liveth the man that hath done this thing shall surely die. Mm. And he restored the lamb fourfold because he did this thing and because he had no pity. Mm -hmm. And Nathan, remember he was the prophet. Yes. He was the preacher. Right. And Nathan said to David, Thou art the man. Yeah. Thus saith the Lord of Israel, I anointed thee to be king over Israel, and I delivered thee out of the hand of Saul. And I gave thee thy master's house and thy master's wives into thy bosom. And I gave thee the house of Israel mm -hmm. and of Judah. And if that had not had been a little, had been too little, I would have, uh, I would more, have, moreover have given unto thee such and such things. In other words, David, I, I gave you everything. Yep. Right. Amen. But you messed up right. when you become idle. <laughs> And you didn't do what the kings were supposed to do. Can I tell you something? Amen. A lot of times that's why we let sin creep in. It's not that we don't go to church. It's not that we don't pray. Amen. But there's a little old spirit. Amen. A deceiving spirit. Amen. That would like to take hold of each one of us. He would like to tell you you deserve a little extra. You deserve a little sin in your life. But I got to tell you as Jesus was tempted and did not fail. Friend we can't fail. We've got to take the hold of the gospel sake. Come on somebody. My God we got to pick up our cross deny ourselves daily and follow him. I suppose the harder you live for God the more the devil will come by and try to tempt you. Amen. That's right. That's true. I suppose, amen, the greater calling that you have on your life, probably the more temptation you're going to have to find a way yeah. to overcome. Mm. Amen. 
But if we get back to Psalms 51, amen, 51 and 1 said, it reads like this, started out, it says, To the chief musician, the Psalm of David, when Nathan the prophet came unto him, after he had gone into Bathsheba, mm -hmm. have mercy on me, O God, according to thy love and kindness, according to thy, uh, according to the multitude of thy tender mercy, blot out my transgression. Praise the Lord. Amen. We find that when Nathan was sent to David, amen, and he began to tell him, I know what you did. When he began to speak into his life about his sin, David did not rebuttal. Mm -hmm. right. That's right. In fact, Brother Edwards, he did what you and I should do. Yep. He said, I did it. I've sinned. I've transgressed against the Lord. Amen. And he began to find a place to repent. Oh, yes. oh hallelujah. Yes. This is important to, uh, uh, praise the Lord, Brother Marshall, to point this out. Because during this revival, you're going to hear a lot of preaching. Some, amen, is going to make you joyous. You're going to be up on your feet. You're going to be clapping the hands. You may be even running the aisles. And it's going to be joyous to hear. Can I tell you, but some, it's going to make you feel uncomfortable. Hey, man, you're going to feel like you've been walked on. You're going to feel like you've been stepped on. Can I tell you something? But it's God's doing. Hey, man, the Bible said that he chastises them that he loves. The Bible tells us amen, that he treats us uh, as sons, uh, amen, he, he, come on somebody, uh, he's correcting you and I, uh, he's trying to say, I love you, uh, you might have done wrong, but I'm sending you a preacher, uh, I'm throwing you a lifeline, uh, that man of God uh, is my mouthpiece uh, to try to encourage you uh, to repent uh, and do a better. So David began to repent once Nathan the prophet came to him. I love the words of Psalms 51. The whole chapter is awesome. We don't always read the whole chapter for the sake of time, but who knows? I may read it all tonight. All right. Praise the Lord. But as David was repenting, he says, Wash me thoroughly from my iniquities. I get it. Amen. I get everything that Nathan just preached to me about. I'm guilty. And he says, and cleanse me from my sin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He says, for I acknowledge my transgressions. Remember the title of this message is one man's repentance. Yes. But I find in the Bible, my God, I feel the Holy oh, Ghost. Yeah. When I read something that worked for one man or one woman, if I'll take hold of it and I'll repeat the process, if I'll get my heart right and my attitude right, I'll have the same results. Yeah. I'm telling you, amen, we're not hiding from nobody. The only one that is suffering is you and those around you. Amen, you can't become perfected and you are I can't come clean uh, until we have that right, uh, that broken spirit uh, before 
bond. Amen. An all repentance. It says, God, I'm guilty. Would you forgive me? Yes. I'd like to tell you that we're all good people. But the Bible says that there's none good but one. That's right. The difference is, is a lot of times we have a great and mighty God that's imposing on our spirit for just a little bit to try to make us better. But what will determine our outcome is our response. Yep. My, my, my. Yes, it will. Hallelujah. If I can repent on my behalf, amen, I can say, God, maybe if I'd have prayed one more hour for this revival, we might have a mightier outcome. Oh, my. Amen. Say, well, if I just fasted one more day, oh, praise the Lord. Amen. I can repent and I can plead with God over my insufficiencies and things that I might could have done better. But friend of mine, you got to repent for your own faults and your own shortcomings. Just being here in this revival, knowing these great men and women of God taking place, amen, in this church service is not enough. Amen. But you got to press your way into it. I'm telling you, you need to find a place to call on God. Whatever your insecurities are about, whatever you think, amen, that's between you and God that you can make better, you must find a place to repent. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Yes. I acknowledge my transgressions. Yes. And my sin is ever before me. Against thee, the only, have I sinned. Mm. And done this evil in thy sight. That thou mightest justify when thou speakest and yes. be clear when thou judgest. Yeah. He says, Behold, I was shapen in iniquity. And in sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, thou desirest truth in the inward parts and in the hidden parts that thou make me to know wisdom. Purge me. Purge me with high salt, yeah. and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Mm. Make me to hear joy and gladness, yeah. that the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. Amen. Yeah. Hide thy face from my sins, and blot out mine iniquities. Yeah. Created me a clean heart, O oh God, and renew a right spirit. Yeah. That's within me. Amen. Before you can plead that with God, before you can truly have a meaningful conversation with God, you must first believe in your heart that you've done wrong. Yes. Come on. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Let me give you a little bit of an example on when it just don't quite measure up. Amen. We find in the book of Samuel, 
probably uh, 1 Samuel, the 15th chapter, we find that King Saul didn't do what God wanted him to do, yeah. which was utterly destroy Amalek. That's it. And we find that God spoke again to a man of God, Samuel. Amen. And he sent him down to Saul. He was tired yeah. of Saul's business. Yes. Saul used to listen to him when he was first called. But the longer that relationship went on, Brother Edwards, amen, it wasn't about the voice of God any longer, but it was more about the voice of people and how can I please them. Yes. I told him the other day at church we have we have prayer meeting like you all do before church. Don't think that you can do anything better in church than gathering to pray yes. so you can find the mind of God for yes. the service. Yes. And I think that should include every man, woman, and child in the place. Yes. Amen. But I got to finding something out. I go in my office a lot of times and I'm praying and Sometimes God will begin to deal with me last minute and I'm still trying to look up scripture and it'll be approaching on that prayer time. Although I try not to. I try to get there, you know, four or five hours early. You'd think that'd be enough time. But you other preachers know how God is. Mm -hmm. yeah. Amen. But I got to notice that a lot of times I'd, I'd go out there and I'd be late and there'd be a lot of running around and yickety-yacking instead of praying. So I said, well, Lord, probably what they're doing, then it must be that they're only praying when I do because they know that's what I expect of them. Mm -hmm. And so I asked them this the other night. I said, you know, I appreciate the fact that you'll pray when I pray. But I said, how much more meaningful would it be to me if you begin to pray from your heart? Yeah. You begin to pray before service because you knew it was the right thing to do. How much more response, amen, could we get from God? Amen, just simply coming to Him and saying, Here I am, Lord. I love you. This is what I expect of myself. This is my sacrifice unto you. I'm thankful for the respect towards the ministry. Don't misunderstand me. But I'm telling you, when you learn to begin to live for God, from your absolute heart, yes. regardless of what everybody else is doing, uh, you'll see your relationship with God uh, begin to excel and exceed uh, your greatest expectations. Uh, yes. Oh, come on, somebody. Yes. We need the preaching. Uh, we yes. need the teaching. Uh, we need everything that God uh, has given us. Uh, yes. Amen. That we might climb higher in this gospel yes. ladder. Uh, but friend of mine, uh, I want you to get to the place uh, where it's not just because I'm preaching. Uh, not just because I'm teaching but you found your place strengthened in God and you made up your mind I will not take nothing from my journey now if no one else is running I'm going to run if no one else is praying I'm going to pray if no one else is dancing I'm going to dance because it's in my heart God I love you with all my heart so mind and strength So then, sometimes efforts made on the urging or the encouraging, but not because you believe it's the right thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Because 
That's true. Help me, Lord. Because you're still up, caught up in your ego. Right. Mm -hmm. You think you deserve to be able to do oh what you're doing. Mm -hmm. It happens. Here comes Samuel. Saul, what have you done? Did you obey the voice of the Lord? He said to utter and destroy, uh, destroy the Amalekites. Uh, everything. Uh, don't save anything alive. And there's old Saul with that spirit of his. Well, yeah. I did. Mm -hmm. But we saved just a few of the choice animals. Yeah. The people, they wanted me to do that. Praise the Lord. Mm. You see the difference? Yes. David said, yes. I've sinned, O God. Forgive me of my sin. I'm guilty. I'm not going to I'm not going to hide. I'm not going to squabble. But I did it. But Saul says, Well, not really. Begin to barter with God. So what happens is, is God, Amen. Took that anointing from Saul. That's what the word says. And an evil spirit mm -hmm. got inside. Yes. Oh, Saul. Oh, Saul, if only you hadn't bartered with God. Mm -hmm. If only you'd just found that place right. to repent. Yes. You know, I've lived in torment at times. And if you've not always lived for God, you know what torment is. You've been yeah. there. Yeah. But I can't imagine. Amen. Being at a place where the only time I could escape that kind of torment, amen, is when a young lad would bring a heart, harp and begin to play and sing for me. And only then would that evil spirit, amen, leave Saul and he could feel the presence of God. Can I tell you, kind sir, kind ma'am, get you a relationship with God. Get rooted, grounded, deep in the face. Be able to feel God, amen, whether you're in a full church house or in your prayer closet at home. You need Jesus. Wherever you go, whatever you do. You need to feel that anointing of God. Hallelujah. That's how it is. Amen. I grew up in an apostolic church. I can come to church every night of the week if I want to. But I can't feel God. I've got all this evil that's around me. And I can't feel God unless it flows through a Holy Ghost filled saint of God. Jesus. Could have been avoided. Wow. Yeah. Could have been avoided. Just find a place yep. to repent. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord, yes. Yes. He says in verse 11, cast me not away from my presence. Mm -hmm. Just thinking about that, it's like, Lord, I know I messed up. I know I got out of your will, and I know I succumbed to temptation, mm. but God, I've got to have you with me. Mm. I've got to have you. I've got to be able to feel you. I can't make it without you. Amen. Amen. I need you, please. 
Amen. Don't take your spirit from me. Amen. Please don't let me become what Saul was. Amen. Where I had to come. David was the one. Amen. That had to come and entertain King Saul and all of his torment. I believe with all my heart that at that very time, Amen, his mind began to reflect and he began to remember when he played and sang for a man that had so much evil that that was his only lifeline to feel in God. We all know that have been church much at all. We know that hell was not created for us. No, sir. It was made for the devil and his angels. If we choose that, we go there as an unwelcome guest. It's not your place. Amen. You were made by God and for him. You were designed to be servants of the living God. You were a temple of God designed to have the Holy Ghost implanted in you. Amen. That you might live. Come on in all holiness. Come on somebody. I know we don't hear that. That's old school. Amen. But with, without holiness no man shall see God. I'm telling you. Amen. We need the holiness. We need the Holy Spirit of God living on the inside of us. Just like it's already been said. If you believe on me as the scripture has said out of your belly shall flow rivers of Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. I tell you what, I know what it's like. To live without feeling the presence of God daily. And I'm going to tell you something. I don't care how bad it gets. I don't care how many times I've felt at different times like all hell is broken loose and been dumped into my life. If I'm going to go through a trial, if I'm going to go through a storm, I choose to go through it with Jesus. Yeah. I've been out there in the world, and I've had to endure those things without Him. And I'm telling you, I wouldn't take nothing for my journey now. I've got to learn to make it somehow, whatever it takes. Amen. However, I must humble myself. Amen. Under the Lord. How many tears i got to cry. How many admissions of guilt. I've got to make I need Jesus just love him for a little bit Heavenly Father we love you tonight thank you thank you Jesus God move in this place draw us closer to you tonight thank you thank you Jesus Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit. Mm -hmm. Then will I teach transgressors thy ways. This is a man that's thought about it. He understood that he really wasn't fit to teach nobody nothing unless he had truly repented. Yes. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. 
Y'all heard the story about the boy that cried wolf? Yeah. yeah. We as Christians can become like that boy. Yes. We can tell people how living for God is important and how much they should and all if you just come to church but then they see us living an awful sinful life. That's right. We become unbelievable. Right. But David wasn't such man. He said, I need to repent. I need to get right. And then I can make a difference. That's right. Friend, the only thing that's stopping you and I from truly making a difference is some of those sins and weights that we got hanging up over our head. Yeah. You think they're important, but I've got to tell you, hey man, all that sin that I've done when I was in the world, uh, it couldn't compare to watching God put a broken home back together. Uh, it can't compare, uh, hey man, to casting an evil spirit uh, off of someone uh, and seeing the joy of the Lord, uh, hey man, be the highlight of their life. I'm telling you, uh, it can't compare, uh, hey man, to laying hands on somebody uh, and seeing God give them a miracle or fill them with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Or to heal from some sort of cancer or disease. Nothing can compare to the great things of God. So understand the little things that we're having trouble with, the sins, the temptations, it's not worth it. You're much better than that. You can do much more for God. Amen. And living for Him than you'll ever accomplish in this world. Right. Amen. 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 Well, praise the yes. Lord. Amen. Yes. yes. He says that he knows this. Then will I teach transgressors I was, and sinners shall be converted unto thee. Wow. Hallelujah. This 51 and 14 really to me I don't know what it does to you but it gives me an insight mm. of what he really felt that day during repentance he says deliver me from blood guiltiness mm. yes. I think he pictured a perfect Uriah mm. and how he had not only destroyed his marriage but caused him to lose his life. And I think that blood guilt at that point in time My Lord. was eating away at King My David. God. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. I've got to ask myself, hey man, if I'm not remorseful mm. over the wrongdoings that I've done, Ooh. am I really repenting before God? Or is it just lip service? Am I just going through the motions? Because of His grace and mercy? Or do I feel it deep down? Am I ready to reach right down? Yeah. There's a song about a little room where I didn't even go. Can you go there tonight? Can you go there in your inner being? Can you reach down deep? Can you really show some godly sorrow? Amen. For the sin or the thing that you just can't quite over. Can you allow God to take that from you? Can you leave here tonight a new creature? In Christ Jesus. It's our decision to make. I can only preach it to you. I'm the Nathan tonight. Praise the Lord. I'm not Nathan by name. I'm a short-legged preacher named Luke from Kansas. 
But if you're a King David in this place, whether you're male or female, please let me compel you tonight to, amen, to trade all that blood guiltiness in for something wonderful in the things of God. You know, Jacob stole his brother Esau's birthright. Yes, he did. Right. And he ran for his life, and he went, and he was married. In fact, he, he got two wives. Boy, that'll preach. But anyway, it come time for him to go back, and he had already made a covenant with God that if he brought him back safely, that he'd be his Lord and God and give him tithes of everything he had. Yeah. We'll find that he come up on that book of J-Bot there, Praise the Lord, and it had been eaten on him because there were still some things on the inside he had to get right. Yep. Yeah. He was following God and his will as best he could, uh, but he just hadn't felt that change yet. Yep. Maybe that's you. If that is, it's okay because I'm fixing to help you. All right. Praise the Lord. Even though he knew he was doing what God had wanted him to do, he was still worried about going home because back home he was known as old thief and hill snatcher. That's right. He was kind of worried about what his brother Esau might do, but he also trusted the Lord. And after all, God's not going to put you out on a limb and cut it off. But there was still something on the inside. He had to feel the change. And so he sent everything he had across that brook. And the Bible said, there he wrestled with a man till the break of day. Yes. Amen. He took hold of that angel or God. Amen. And he began to wrestle with him. I don't know all the conversations, but in my mind, praise the Lord. He said, God, I've got to feel the change. You know, I'm sorry for the wrong I've done. You know, I'm sorry for all the underhanded thievery and the harm that I've called. God, I know I'm on my way home. I'm doing what you told me to do, but I just don't feel the change. That angel said, let me go. The day's about to break. He said, I'm not letting go. I need the change. Friend, if you desire that change, amen, if you seek a name change, if you seek to feel different about yourself, if you seek to overcome the sin and temptation that you've committed, don't you give up. You wrestle with God until God comes in and drives that evil right out of you. Wonderful news about God is simply this. He's no respecter of persons. What he done for Jacob, he'll do for you. What he done for Luke with you, he'll do for you. Yes, he will. Hallelujah. Yes, he will. We know what the Bible said. He found that he touched the hollow of his thigh. He told him, he said, thy name will no longer be Jacob, but thou will be called Israel. Can you imagine that? Go from a thief to the Father of many nations, to God's own, oh my God. My Lord. Praise the Lord. My, my. Amen. We know them as the children of Israel, God's elect and God's people, amen. 
Can you imagine going from one level, amen, of feeling awful and disgusted by the things you talk, amen, come on somebody, to a name change, amen, can I tell you something, amen, he went home, but he didn't go home feeling lowly and unworthy, he had a different walk, the Bible said it touched the hollow of his thigh, when they seen him coming, they said, who's that, it looks like Jacob, oh, but wait a minute, he's got a little different demeanor about him. He's got a little different way of walking. My God, I want my relationship to be that I'm not that old man that I used to be. Behold, he's gone. He's not there any longer. Behold, all things are brand new. The good news is, I never read about another time when David was on that rooftop. That's right. Amen. He no doubt had other things and other temptations that he had to overcome. But once he repented of that sin, he left it alone. That's right. Woo. That's right. And the Bible says that David was a man after God's own heart. That's right. Amen. So we need to have that same demeanor, don't we? That same attitude. Praise the Lord. But deliver me from that blood guiltiness, O God. Thou God of my salvation. And my tongue shall be singing aloud of thy righteousness. O Lord, open open thou my lips and my mouth shall shew forth thy praise. For thou desirest not sacrifice, else would I give it. Thou delightest not in burnt offering, thou sacrifice of God, or a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart, O God, thou wilt not despise. Do good in thy good pleasure unto Zion. Build thou the walls of Jerusalem. Then shalt thou be pleased with sacrifice of righteousness, with burnt offerings, and with whole burnt offerings. Then shall they do they shall offer bullocks upon the altar. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Mm. Mm. It's not enough just to say we're sorry. That's right. It's a start. But we gotta want to get to the very root of it. Praise the Lord. Oh hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. I thought as uh, Jesus began to preach unto Judas, began to tell the disciples that night that one that dips the sop with me will betray me. The message went out. The commandments about being a thief was already out there, given unto Moses. Praise the Lord. Mm -hmm. But yet Judas wouldn't hear he wouldn't repent. Mm. Mm. And he was the one that betrayed Jesus. Right. His demise was that he ended up going out and hanging himself. Because no matter the preaching, even if Jesus Christ himself preached to him, he was not going to change. And he didn't change. Praise the Lord. Amen. Right. 
We know that there was a time in the book of Matthew about the 16th chapter. Amen. When Jesus asked the disciples, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? We'll find that Peter give the right answer. Amen. Yes. Told him who he was. Yes. He began to, in my mind, begin to exalt Peter. And he told him, Flesh and blood did not reveal it unto him, but his Father which was in heaven. Yep. And then he began to preach the very thing that Brother Edwards already bumped on tonight. Amen. He began to talk about the death, burial, and resurrection. Begin to teach that unto the disciples. And yeah. Peter stood up, the one that had the right answer before. He stood up and he began to argue with Jesus. He said, that will never be. Jesus said very plainly, get thee behind me, Satan. Because thou savest the things that be of man and not of God. Mm. Come on, somebody. Yeah. But let me tell you something. Along the way, Peter learned to repent and hear the voice of God. We know that Peter was given the keys to the kingdom of heaven. We know on the Pentecost, the day of Pentecost, Peter was the one that stood up and preached that Acts 2.38 message. Amen. Praise God. The Bible said that you'd be witnesses. After that, the Holy Ghost comes upon you. I've got to tell somebody today, the only thing that's stopping your witness is repentance. Amen. Water baptism in Jesus' name. And let him fill you with the glorious gift of the Holy Ghost. The Bible said that it was noise to God. How was it noise to God? It was a promise. After the Holy Ghost come upon them, they began to speak in other tongues. They became witnesses. And they were speaking a language that they had never spoke before. But they heard it all up and down the street. And all through Jerusalem. And they came and said, Men and brethren, what must we do to be saved? He said, My God, unto them, repent, every one of you. Be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and to your children all that are far off. And as many as the Lord thy God shall call. i got to tell you, ma'am. i got to tell you, sir. Please repent. Please come to God in this revival. Please allow one of these preachers, amen, to get through to you. Let a nation in your life. Come on, you're a prophet. You're a teacher. You're an evangelist. And talk and seek the Lord while he may be found. Well. Call upon him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Once you overcome your guilt and really give it and turn loose to God, you won't be oppressed no longer. Right. Right. You'll leave, leave here with victory in both pockets. You'll have a spring in your step. Yes, you will. You'll have a confidence knowing I did the right thing. The apostles was discussing who was the greatest in the kingdom of God. He reaches out and grabs that child. Yes, he does. 
And she becomes humble as children. You should have known why. Here and there yet. This is our call from God tonight. Yes. To come humble. Say, well, Brother Withy, what do I repent over? That's between you and the Lord. I can tell you things I repent over. I ask God to make me a better parent. Maybe a better husband. Mm-hmm. Forgive me for my inadequacies. Brother Rich evidently is talking to God about, hey man, making more sacrifices. Digging deeper. Hallelujah. Mm. Come on, somebody. Oh. It's your conversation. You just need to have it with God. Hallelujah. I know one thing. If you'll turn it all loose tonight. We'll turn it all loose tonight. Yes. We'll overcome that pride. Amen. That arrogancy. Whatever it is. It just keeps on holding us back. Amen. Would you come? Let's everybody say